Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 77 I cry aloud to God, aloud to God that he may hear me. In the day of my trouble I seek the Lord. In the night my hand is stretched out without wearying. My soul refuses to be comforted. I think of God and I moan. I meditate and my spirit faints. You keep my eyelids from closing. I am so troubled that I cannot speak. I consider the days of old and remember the years of long ago. I commune with my heart in the night. I meditate and search my spirit. Will the Lord spurn forever and never again be favorable? Has his steadfast love ceased forever? Are his promises at an end for all time? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he in anger shut up his compassion? And I say, it is my grief that the right hand of the Most High has changed. I will call to mind the deeds of the Lord. I'll remember your wonders of old. I'll meditate on all your work and muse on all your mighty deeds. Your way, O God, is holy. What God is so great as our God? You are the God who works wonders. You have displayed your might among the peoples. With your strong arm you redeemed your people, the descendants of Jacob and Joseph. When the waters saw you, O God, when the waters saw you, they were afraid. The very deep trembled. The clouds poured out water. The skies thundered. Your arrows flashed on every side. The crash of your thunder was in the whirlwind. Your lightnings lit up the world. The earth trembled and shook. Your way was through the sea, your path through the mighty waters. Yet your footprints were unseen. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Proverbs chapter 30, verses 1 through 9. The words of Agur, son of Jacob, an oracle. Thus says the man, I am weary, O God. I am weary, O God. How can I prevail? Surely I am too stupid to be human. I do not have human understanding. I have not learned wisdom, nor have I learned of the holy ones. Who has ascended to heaven and come down? Who has gathered the wind in the hollow of the hand? Who has wrapped up the waters in a garment? Who has established all the ends of the earth? What is the, it, what is the person's name, and what is the name of the person's child? Surely you know. Every God, every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in Him. Do not add to his words, or else he will rebuke you, and you will be found a liar. Two things I ask of you. Do not deny them to me before I die. Remove far from me falsehood and lying. Give me neither poverty, poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food that I need, or, or I shall be full and deny you, and say, Who is the Lord? Or I shall be poor and steal, and profane the name of my God. The Gospel of Matthew, chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. 
Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted forty days and forty nights, and afterwards he was famished. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, One does not live by bread alone, but by the very, the very word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again it is written, Do not put your, the Lord your God to the test. Again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their splendor. And he said to him, All these I will give to you if you will fall down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left him, and suddenly angels came and waited on him. Good morning, and welcome to the first Wednesday of Lent. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Iamsville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 77, Proverbs 30, and Matthew 4. And Matthew 4 is um, Jesus' temptation in the desert before he begins his ministry. And it's recounted in, in other uh, Gospels as well. And what stands out to me um, is the temptation is, is to power. Um, the devil is, is challenging Jesus to take the reins of divine power that he's entitled to and um, to, to varying degrees, um, either changing um, stones into bread, um, you know, endangering himself so that God the Father protects him, and then finally um, uh, he's, he's challenged with um, or he's he's offered the kingdoms of the world if he bowed down, bows down to Satan, and so nowhere in there does Satan ever deny that Jesus is God. That's that's just kind of written into the uh, to the story. That's an assumption that that is just there, taken for granted. Um, Satan never never doubts that Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus certainly doesn't. Um, the only ones who do are usually the religious elites, um, those who are shown what everybody else is shown, um, and yet are determined uh, to kind of remain in their own ways. Um, and uh, the the power dynamic um, of, is obvious. I mean, if if you're God or the Son of God then you can do all these things, that you can make people worship you, you can um, lord over the world uh, as, as Satan seems to want to. Um, but Jesus repeatedly says, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that. This is not the way um, that, um, that I've chosen to um, kind of undertake my ministry. Um, and this is like a, a, a rite of passage um, it's right after this that he um, preaches in his own synagogue at home. 
gets run out and and then he um he he talks about he begins preaching what had been John's message which is repent for the kingdom of heaven is near um or here depending on uh you know what the your translation is um and so the uh the challenge uh to us um so often um those who have power or think they have power uh the temptation is to use it uh for more power um as opposed to using it for good um to make sure that everybody has enough um to make sure that um we are protected from our enemies uh temptation is um to hold power for the sake of holding power um and uh it's not that power is the problem power is abused and it is exploited and it is hoarded and that's the problem power's there um god uh provided us power and and free will um power is not going away um but the question is whether or not we will use that coercively trying to force other people to do what we want in order to um hold on to power or if we will um use whatever power or privilege um or skills that we have for our own good and our own good alone or the good of of our own community and not the community of uh of the the global community I guess um the devil wants Jesus to agree to his world view which is one uh where he rules over or lords over the kingdoms of the world um where uh he can do stupid shit like throw himself off the roof of the temple and not be hurt because angels and the devil is a fallen angel um they can't be hurt in the same way that um that people can be and Jesus is fully human so he can he can be hurt but he's also god and so he can stop himself um and finally the first temptation is um to provide for himself to violate the you know the physical world in order to get something that he needs um and it appears as though um you know Jesus doesn't deny that he can do it he only says that we don't just need bread um but we need um the word of god and so it's it's these self-interested um um I don't know benchmarks or or challenges or opportunities um to be very sympathetic um that run throughout this temptation he's been out there for 40 days and 40 nights um drinking very little and eating you know close to nothing and so he's tired um he's weak he's he's exhausted and this is the moment when he's tempted um to care for himself um you know without regard for others without regard for his mission um and that's that's clearly not something that Jesus wants to do um and so this temptation is is not just a power but it's to self-interest it's to being um about me first and the gimme gimmes um not about uh a world that works together collaboratively 
Um, it's about a world where everybody has to kind of scratch by and, and um, pull others down in order to get up. Uh, an economy of scarcity. Um, and Jesus doesn't rebuke that worldview outright. Um, but in effect, I think he, he does. Um, we don't need bread alone. Uh, we don't need to, um, or I don't need to, you know, kind of challenge God or, or throw myself off a cliff just to prove something. Um, and certainly I'm, I'm not going to, um, you know, worship Satan just to get, you know, access to something he thinks he has or he may have only temporarily. Um, so the, the temptation of Jesus is, uh, not, um, not only just kind of like whether or not he's God, but whether or not he's out for himself. And Jesus proves that he's not, that um, he has a larger mission than himself uh, to undertake. And he's committed to it, and uh, so committed that even after a 40-day fast out in the wilderness, he's still able to stare down um, all these these opportunities for self-interest and for getting ahead just for the sake of getting ahead and and withstand them and not succumb to the temptation to put himself over his mission, uh, to put um, the interests of one man um, over the interests of all humankind. A prayer for the mission of the church from the Book of Common Prayer. Ever-living God, whose will it is that all should come to you through your Son, Jesus Christ, inspire our witness to him, that all may know the power of his forgiveness and the hope of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with Pew Pew HQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in the episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, Always family. Semper Familia.